Yo, today's QOD is, I'm going to worry, just not right now. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is perfect if you're a worrier. Because Mr. Brian Tracy is going to show you how to put worry in its proper perspective so you can resolve your worries quickly by using his worry buster strategy. Check this out. Brian Tracy is coming up. Well, let's look at the, wor- at the worry buster. Negative imagination is, 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 is thinking about things we don't want to happen that cause enormous, amount, enormous amounts of stress and distress. Um, in other words, we worry about things. We call it, we call it negative imagination. We're imagining things that we don't even want to happen to happen. So we say, whoops, we say, um, so negative imagination, we say worry creates fear, which can be described as fantasized experiences appearing real. Fantasized experiences appearing real. Because here's here's some of the discoveries that they've done with regard to worry. Worry is a sustained form of fear caused by indecision. It's a sustained form of fear caused by indecision. In other words, you're not in, you're not out. You do it, you don't do it. And so the only real cure for worry, as we'll come to, is um, decisive action. Get busy, take action, move forward. You see, the mind can only hold one thing at a time, positive or negative, if you get so busy working on your situation, you don't have time to worry anymore. So a study was done on the things that people worry about. 40% of the worries um, uh, people had never happened. 30% of the things were in the past for which nothing could be done. 12% were needless worries about health. Um, and 10% were petty worries about little things that I parked the car right, that I you know, leave my stuff in the car, that I bring everything from for the seminar. Uh, Only 8% of the worries were about something substantial, and of those, 4% were out of their control. So basically what we find is that 96% of what you worry about is a waste of emotion. Uh, There's a businessman who never worried about anything, and they uh, said, why don't you worry? He said, I do worry. He said, I worry for one hour every Saturday morning. And what I do during the week is when I think of something that I'm worried about, I write it on a piece of paper, and I put it into this box. And then I don't think about it till Saturday morning. At 9 o'clock on Saturday morning, I go and get out the box, and I just go through all the things I was supposed to worry about during the week. And uh, surprise, surprise, by Saturday morning, 80 90% of them have disappeared. <laughs> so he says, I'm going to worry, just not now. I'm just going to worry. I'm going to have a worry time on Saturday morning. And as a result, it never ends up worrying. And you should do the same thing. Just take a little box or an envelope. Whenever you think of something you're worried about, write it on the envelope and say, I'll have worry time on that later. But you'll notice if you get really busy, you forget to worry. Be busy all day long and you forget to worry all day long. You think, oh my God, it's five o'clock. I haven't worried about that all day. I've got to get some wood on the fire. I've got to get it burning again. I've got to think about it and get myself worked up. So to eliminate worry, live one day at a time. That's one of the great rules, live one day at a time. Get the facts. Uh, Before you start worrying, uh, there's a rule that says, just for today, I will remain calm. Just for today, I will not think about the things that make me upset. Just for today. 
and anybody can live one day at a time. In Dale Carnegie's famous book, How to Start, Start, Stop Worrying and Start Living, uh, the very first day, he talks about living in daytight compartments. The very first chapter, he says, the key to not worrying is to live one day at a time. And don't worry about things that may happen in the distant future. Uh, in the Bible, it said, sufficient uh, unto the day are the cares thereof. So just be concerned about what's happening today, which is under your control. The second is to get the facts. Many times we get upset or angry about something because, or we worry about something because we don't have the facts. We have a half fact or we have a partial fact. And so the first thing you do is ask what exactly has happened. And you ask questions. And how has this happened? And what is the situation? And what's going on? And you find it is impossible to worry while you're asking questions and trying to get more information because of the law of substitution. So you focus on asking questions. And you ask several people what has happened here until you have a very clear idea. And very often you find there's nothing to worry about. Very often you find that what you thought you needed to be concerned about is really not a problem at all. In fact, you may have even had the wrong facts when you started worrying about it. The third thing you can do is use the worry buster technique. Now, the worry buster technique is one of the greatest techniques ever discovered. It's a life changer. It changes people's thinking forever. It's certainly been very helpful to me. Is uh, You define the worry situation clearly in writing. So let us say that you're having severe financial problems. Then write down clearly, my problem is that I need X number of dollars by... Uh, May 31st, and I only have X number of dollars, so I'm this many dollars short. In other words, get clarity about the worry situation. Many people are worried about something, but it's very vague and turbulent in the back of their mind. So when you're forced to think on paper, think on paper, think on paper, 50% of all worries are cured when you write down what you're worried about in the first place. If you're working with other people, and you have three or four people in a, in, in a discussion, and you're all worried about something, you say, all right, exactly what it is, what is it that we are worried about? All four will have a different definition. So all four of you are trying to solve a problem situation, and, but none of you are really clear about what it is until you write it down. So we use a flip chart or a whiteboard and write it down so everybody agrees with the definition. Once everybody agrees with the definition, often the solution just pops up. The second thing that you do with the worry buster and coming back to yourself as an individual, is determine the worst possible outcome of the situation. We call this the YPO, the WPO, worst possible outcome. What is the worst thing that can possibly happen as a result of this worry situation? And whatever it is, you say, well, it's something you can live with. It may even be the worst possible situation is that you'll die, all right? Now, if that's the worst possible thing that can happen, no matter what, well, then what you do is you say, all right, well, if that happens, it happens. And so number three is you resolve to accept the worst should it occur. We run out of money by the end of the month, or I could die from an incurable illness, or the house will burn to the ground or something else. So you say, okay, if it does happen, then I will accept it. And it's interesting, resistance to a negative situation is the major cause of stress. Once you say, okay, if it happens, it happens. You know, there's that famous story about, um, the, about George Burns. And let me see if I can... No, 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 it wasn't George Burns. It might as well have been George Burns. This um, older gentleman uh, goes to his doctor. He's about 80 years old. Goes to his doctor, and he wants to get a complete medical. And he also wants his um, fiancée to get a complete medical as well before they get married. His fiancée is 26. 
And he's about 80 years old, and he's wealthy, and she's 26, and obviously just a loving person. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, the doctor looks at this situation, and, and that's the medical on both of them, and he says, you know, Sam, could I talk to you? I've been your doctor for many years. He said, Sam, he said, you know, getting married at your age, you know that vigorous sexual activity can be fatal. And he said, well, he says, if she dies, she dies. <laughs> In other words, resolve to accept the worst should it occur. If she dies, she dies. Um, so, so uh, by the way, the George, George Burns' story was they were, he was 80 years old, and they said, Mr. Burns, what would you like people to be saying about you 50 years from now? What kind of legacy do you want to live? He said, well, 50 years from now, I want them to be saying, George Burns just happily celebrated his 130th birthday. <laughs> anyway, so resolve to accept the worst. The interesting thing is it's like deflating a balloon, is once you resolve to accept the worst, all the tension goes away. You don't have any tension, and your mind clears and goes calm. Okay, if the business goes broke, it won't kill me. If the house burns down, we get another house. If they lose all our money, we lose all our money. In other words, just accept it. And then, number four, begin immediately to improve upon the worst. They teach this, by the way, in the universities. They call it the mini-max regret analysis. They say minimize the maximum possible regret. And so business people are taught when they make a decision is to say, what is the worst thing that can possibly happen here, and how can we minimize the maximum? How can we minimize the very worst thing uh, that we do? So the worry buster is very powerful. Whenever you find yourself worried, say, wait a minute, what am I worried about? What's the worst possible outcome? What's the WPO here? And if you want to help other people, there's a wonderful observation. We say you become what you think about. You also become what you teach. And one of the fastest ways to internalize these ideas so that you think this way is to teach other people. When they have a situation of concern, say exactly what it is, what is it that you are worried about. And then what's the worst that could possibly happen? And so if that were to happen, would it kill you? If the answer is no, so now what could you do to improve upon the worst? J. Paul Getty was famous for saying whenever he went into a business deal, the first thing he would do is say, what's the worst possible thing that, that could happen? He said, and then make darn sure it doesn't happen. And he would have his executives make darn sure that the worst possible thing doesn't happen. So begin immediately to improve upon the worst. And sometimes by simply facing it squarely, you can solve the worry situation quickly. That was Brian Tracy. His website is briantracy.com. You can check out today's entire talk. It is seven hours. It is called Brian Tracy Full Seminar. And I highly recommend you pick up his book called Goals. Like if you're going to set a goal, you got to learn how to set them. And so this is a really important book. I recommend that everybody read Brian Tracy's Goals. All right, my friends. I will see you tomorrow. What is it, Wednesday? Yeah, check out today's brand new episode of Mindset Coach. I appreciate it. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. Probably the fear of success. Or maybe that'll be Monday's episode. I'm not sure I haven't recorded yet, but uh, it's going to be awesome. Check it out. I'm out. Peace. Peace.